The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight Division. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious professionals. Hypnosis. Let's get so psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my usual co host. My cohort in arms, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, hey, listeners. Um, regardless of what Samuel Kalunga said last week, I was, I did get caught up in Take Haunty's um, Instagram because that's some fine viewing. But what's that? The other girl, um, the other young lady. Um, Wait, what happened? Marissa. Marissa? I wasn't paying attention. What? No, you said you know, you said I was you said I got I was on Take Conti's IG last week, which why I watched. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what you want. That was like, yeah, I did get caught up in Take Conti's IG because yeah, it's some that's some sights to see. But, but never mind, we'll we'll talk about that later. Where I, <laughs> I discovered about a couple that, of the few ladies. That should be like a, that should be a, a, a separate creepcast um, show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> listen, listen, listen Scarlet, Scarlet, Scarlet Bordeaux just kind of just dropped hers, and I was just like. Oh, did, did did she ever make her OnlyFans, or was she just teasing? She, she, she did. She did. My I, she I, ain't it. I don't know. I bet she's she showing tonight, just like these other women. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm back this week, you guys, and you know we'll get into it. <laughs> well, thank you, Mo, to the underscore Reese for uh, joining us once again, and we're joined once again by the raw cast reporter himself, Mr. Samuel Kalunga. Thank you, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, for joining us once again this week, sir. How are you? Hello, hello. How's everybody doing? All right. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. I'm doing fine. I'm doing well. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Hopefully they are, uh, you know, in a good place, uh, getting ready to enjoy their family as best they can during these trying times at the end of 2021. But, uh, we're here to talk about Monday Night Raw. We're also here to talk about that day one cast. But uh, I guess we'll do a preview show if Mo to the underscore reaches up to it next week. We'll come back next Monday. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll, I we'll, mean, we'll talk about we have it in depth. to. We have to. <laughs> it, it, it's our go home show, so we might as well. <laughs> All right. So at this point. I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Samuel Kalunga, and he's going to inform us about the enthralling action that took place on Monday night. <laughs> you know what? I just noticed that Big, Big E's uh, gear is like Seinfeld inspired. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I, I don't know if you guys were. Uh, what's that? Probably do the Wale. Oh, if, uh, if he really wanted to, I don't know if you guys were watchers of the show or not but if you really wanted to to uh 
come out with some Seinfeld gear, you come out with a Gore-Tex jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Monday Night Raw. Let's see here. Where do we begin? Can you guys hear me all right? I got the mic kind of like far. Oh, you're good, man. Kind of like held away. I mean, okay. Levels, levels is popping. All right, Milwaukee, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, let's see, Bob and MVP come down to cut a boring 20 minute promo. MVP says that last week Bob achieved the impossible, defeating Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Big E in one night. No one can ever disrespect him again because they, they saw what happens when you do. Uh, Big E comes out, he gets on Bob's case because MVP hit him in the knee with his cane. What did he call? What did he call him? Slim iceberg slim. Iceberg slim. <laughs> if you know uh, iceberg see, slim, uh, I'm buying those all his books. <laughs> right. Uh, Bob says he would have beat Big E on his own anyway, and MVP was I think of his own accord. Bob says that MVP said says that MVP said if Bobby could couldn't beat Big E, then he would. Bob then invites MVP in the spirit of competition to see if he could beat Big E. Uh, Bob then exits the ring. MVP looking nervous, <laughs> swinging his cane like a baseball bat, <laughs> getting ready to strike Big E. Suddenly, Kevin Owens and Silver Rollins come out and attack Bob on the outside. Uh, Big E comes in for the save, and the two guys take take him out. The two guys take him out, and then they pound on Bob in the ring. Big E makes a comeback, takes out Owens. Bob takes out Rollins. The two men stand tall in the ring, and Owens and Rollins leave up the ramp. All right, uh, Binky is interviewed backstage. She well, would drop it in one final match. You gotta, we got to talk about this Vince McMahon special tag team match. The, oh, the, the, the setup. The straight setup. Up tag team match? Yeah, the setup. The setup. You know, the, the, the brothers against the white dudes. No, that, that was that was after this interview. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. we already knew what was coming, though. Well, right. Okay, well, it's it's a lot of speculation going on as to why this is happening, and we can either get into it later, or we can wait for the Mo Melson segment. But it's a it's a reason why this oh, okay. is happening. Okay, we can do the Mo Melson. Okay, we can so... wait to the Mo Melson. Okay, Binky is interviewed backstage. She and Dewdrop are going to have one final match just to put this whole thing to rest. Why? They they put it to rest already. Bianca beat her last week. The Bianca only, the only issue that had is that he, she attacked her afterwards. That's it. Why can't they just have a this cool match? This has nothing match? to do with Bianca getting her hand raised. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Why can't they just have a cool match at day one? Since this was right. all about a spot anyway, why couldn't we have the spot at the pay-per-view? Have a no DQ match or something. I don't know. Uh, Owens and Rollins are backstage licking their wounds. Uh, Pierce and the Villa approach them and tell them they have a straight up tag team match tonight against. Uh, who do you think their opponents are? Big E and Bob. They coexist, Bo. This is Bo. Coexist, Bo. Let's see here. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Dutron. The two women shove each other to start the match. Bianca immediately goes for a KOD, but uh, no doing as Dutron slips out of the ring. Bianca later tries for a lion salt, but Dewdrop gets the knees up. Bianca looks hurt. She slips out of the ring, and Dewdrop goes after her. The two brawl for a second before Bianca hits Dewdrop with a spine buster. Bianca tries for a sunset bob off the turnbuckle, but Dewdrop blocks it. Uh, more wrestling. Bianca hits the crossbody, hits the lion salt, but Dewdrop kicks out it too. 
She gets Dewdrop of the Quarter. Dewdrop gets up for a super power bomb. Dewdrop doesn't cover her. Instead, drags Bianca to the Quarter to try her leader splash again, but misses again. Bianca regains control. Hits Dewdrop with the KOD for the win. Can, can this be done now? Can this be over? Oh, it's officially done now. Y'all, y'all really, y'all really, so y'all really didn't like this? I, mean, I didn't I like the three weeks in I a row. Like the setup. It keeps happening for no reason. <laughs> right. The match itself are fine. Right. I don't think we have okay. a problem with the matches. I think we have a problem with the three weeks in a row and not having like, oh, Lord, let's have the big spot be at the pay-per-view. Like, okay, do drop and be. Oh, go ahead. That's how I was hoping, like, you know, don't let them wrestle no more until day one and then we can have the blow off day. But, right. Because <sighs> it was like, okay. The blow off was supposed to be last week and it was over. She won. And then. Because it was like, play. okay, yeah, they wrestled last week. It was like, they wrestled the week before that. And then you see Binky talking about, oh, yeah, and I'm a once and for all be. It's like, for real again? It's like there's nobody, there's no buffer. There's, it's like she's won every all three matches. Right. The first one was by count out, so I guess yeah, I can see can see how that could could result in a in a second match, but a third? Why? Because they don't know yeah, how to write good TV, man. They were we were right. Me yeah. and Mo were talking about uh, how they blew through three I, weeks with Bobby Lashley. I mean, this could not always been like this because like I remember a long time ago, like in. And in the 2000, 2001, Chris Jericho was backstage drinking a cup of coffee. And then he runs into Kane, and he accidentally spills the coffee on Kane. Now they have a match. I'm like, this is the dumbest writing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then, like, Chris Jericho making jokes. He's like, oh, we're going to have a Sanka on a pole match? I was like, this is stupid. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, things don't change. <laughs> All right, Finn Balor. Oh, wait, hold on. Austin Theory is taking a snap video or something. He's stopped by the interview guy. He says he is lucky because he's the only one who gets to hang out with Mr. McMahon. Maybe it's because he sees something in him or that he sees him as a future WWE champ. As he walks away, the interview guy, he's an ass. He says, oh, you better hope you don't lose. Yeah, right. Right. I was like, say that to his face, dude. Don't say that with someone who's walking away. Kevin Patrick with the snot remarks. Right. Let's see, Finn Balor versus Austin Theory. Finn Balor goes after Austin right after the bell. The match comes down and it's headlock city. The match picks up picks again and Austin gets the upper head on Finn on the outside, hitting him with a couple of moves targeting his neck. An impressive move is when Austin Theory hits a rolling thunder into a high drop kick. Uh, this kid got some moves. I mean, I, I've seen it for years, but like he, he's, he's very impressive in the ring. He can, he can work. Uh, after hitting an awesome aerial move, Austin goes for a pin, but grabs his phone first to take a selfie, allowing Finn to come back to life. Hits a moves of his own, hits the coup de gras, and gets the pin on Austin Theory. Mr. McKnight is not going to be happy about this. Yeah, the uh, uh, Kevin Patrick jinxed him. Right? Yep. Yeah, a jerk. Alright, so <laughs> I don't do Miss TV, so you guys talk about what happens next. Oh, well, you know, The Miz had his wife on oh, there. Oh, Miz came out there. He said he begged uh, Maurice not to talk about their marital problems on the cutting edge. And then he brought out, um, well, before that, AJ and, um, AJ and Almost was in the back talking and whatnot. And they was the guest on this TV. 
Oh yeah, and then AJ and I almost say they don't agree anymore. Yeah, it was like oh damn. You kind of saw you kind of saw things being stirred up. But Miz was Miz was doing his little thing, stirring up stirring up the drama, being messy. You know, saying almost as tired of carrying his team and not had a cardi cat when he, when he said that. <laughs> um, and then almost was about to respond, and then. Um, the Mysterios come out for that match. Okay, cool. So we're caught up now. The Mysterios versus AJ Styles and Tall Bruce Leroy. Uh, what, <laughs> happened, what happened to the match is not really important, except that uh, Tall Bruce Leroy refused to tag again, allowing Ray to get a pinfall victory very quickly. After the match, AJ and Tall Bruce Leroy have words. The two shove each other. Styles goes for a phenomenal forearm. Tall Bruce Leroy blocks it, drops him in the middle of the ring. Tall Bruce Leroy grabs a bike. Tells AJ the next time he's, he sees him, it will be a match. And uh, just to be clear, for, just to be clear, in case you weren't aware or in case you didn't <laughs> understand, he says against you. <laughs> right, he said that was okay. like. Thank you for clearing. Thank you for clearing that up. Wait, but he was like a match. You next time you see me, it's a match against you. And I was like, who, who wrote this? No, no, he said it's a real be a match. Pause against you. And, and just to make sure that we understand. His mouth. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> uh, dang. First, the fat boys break up. <laughs> and then the um, Mega Powers broke up. And now <laughs> Mega Powers almost. Collided. Now, AJ, <laughs> almost, man. Dang. Well, I've been. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess that's a that's a more we can get into the Mo Meltzer a little bit later too as well. Oh, there's beef. There's legit beef. No, not legit no. beef. Just uh, did uh, did almost go to AJ Styles' house and see the big uh, Confederate flag on his wall. <laughs> and he's like, AJ, what is this about? He's like, Well, you know, well, let me tell you something. Almost. Also, uh, also, doing it's that about Miz, states' rights. Also, doing that Miss TV segment, he um he he said the line where he said it took you years to get to WWE, and the WWE begged almost to sign with the sign uh, with the company. Another hearty cackle that came um from me. I said Miss was was definitely stirring it up. <laughs> Miss always stirring it up. He's doing the. What is it? Uh, Red Velvet. Uh, stirring it up. <laughs> uh, shout out to Red Velvet. That poor little lamb. Anyway, uh, Randy Orton versus Chad Gable. Match is very quick. It's like it was like I noticed it was like two two and a half minutes almost. Hey man, uh, Orton hits the I, I, like my, I don't like those 10, 20, 15 minute matches on Monday Night Raw. Now two minutes is a little fast. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, give me a, a 10 to, you know, seven and a half minute match on Monday Night Raw. Let's keep this thing moving. Uh, Orton hits the RKO on Gable and pins him. After the match, Otis gets in the ring, goes after Randy. Randy tries to hit an RKO. Otis blocks it. Not once, not twice, but thrice. Uh, Randy leaves the ring as Otis stands tall. Randy hits up the ramp, saying, I see you, Otis. I see you. And three, so, three third times the charm, you gotta get the hell. It, it rains he's like, like, all right, that's enough. Food. I'm out. <laughs> don't, don't try to Buffalo Bills it. You know, no four times. Right. No. Well, that's 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 what's uh, up, man. They finally booking Otis to look like somebody. 
Yeah, I'm really excited to see Otis like out there now. I don't know what this means for like Chad whole, Gable. Whole, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's probably out. He probably got to go put go put that uh, full sale uh, diploma to use. <laughs> All right, so Bob and MVP are in the locker room. MVP asks if he can trust Big E. Bob says no, but he's going to beat the hell out of Seth and Owens. MVP asks if Bob was setting a trap earlier when he said the whole thing about like MVP getting in the ring. Bob responds by asking MVP for some water. Oh, no. <laughs> he, he, he all like, he said, um, I'm a little bit hydrated. Can you go give me some water? I was like, <laughs> I was like oh. That's something, you tell, that's, t- that's something you tell your girl when you hope she's going to feel more concerned about you being thirsty than what she want to talk about. <laughs> I was like, well, goddamn, that's how we're doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, MVP is like the score index. All right, so Damian Priest versus Dolph Ziggler. If Ziggler wins tonight, he gets a title match against Priest. Uh, Ziggler goes after Priest, but Priest is able to hold Ziggler back from hitting him any big moves. Priest goes to the top to set up a move, but Ziggler runs up and hits a superplex. After commercials, Ziggler goes to superkick Damian, but Priest counters it with some kicks and punches and hits a roundhouse kick on Ziggler, putting him down. Priest clotheslines Ziggler, hits a broken arrow, but only gets a two count. Ziggler goes for another superplex, but Priest blocks this one. They tangle on the apron, Bobby Roode interferes, Priest gets mad and goes after Roode. In the process, Pierce gets counted out. Priest gets counted out, not Pierce. Uh, Priest gets counted out, Ziggler wins, and gets a title shot, either day one or next week on Raw. I wasn't really sure. Um... They didn't oh, make it clear. They just said he'll get a title opportunity. Yeah. To be determined, I, mean, he I guess. Say again. He was does saying. Priest have a, does Priest have a match already or no? Uh, I'm not sure. It might be. Root had one. That was about it. It might be a. Um, it might be a week of the show match announcement. Yeah, most likely it'll be on the pre-show. Oh, gosh. Uh, after the match, Priest hits the reckoning on Rude while a frightened Ziggler watches from the stage. Priest goes after Ziggler and Ziggler runs off. Uh, Finn Balor interview. Austin Theory freaks it up by attacking oh, Balor. Hold up, Balor. real quick, real quick. What's that? Priest beat the holy hell out of... Um... Um, Bobby Roode. <laughs> yeah, Bobby, yeah, Bobby. Yeah, he didn't deserve that. He, he beat he beat that man like he stole. stole. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, so, so theory takes a selfie with selfie with Balor's body. And uh, life is too short for pseudo talk shows, so y'all go ahead and talk about the cutting edge. Oh well. Oh, so, okay. Well, basically, it was, you know, Maurice came out there and was like, she she does, you know, she almost got, she was saying she almost got hurt when Edge ran, almost spared her, and he asked her, um, and she asked him, will he um, do that to Beth? And she, he said no, because he respects, he respects Beth, and he wouldn't put her in harm's way, and 
but he wasn't fooled by Maurice being out there and everything. So he was telling Miz, come out here, blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, Miz comes out there and gets the and jumps him from behind. So he get he gets the upper hand. This is the funny part. Another cackling moment from Monday Night Raw. Maurice is swinging a black purse. <laughs> and the way she's swinging it, it looks like she's swinging it hard enough, but she swings it and hits Edge. That's enough to distract him to get the um, skull crusher finale from Miz. Oh, and yeah. then after man. <laughs> it was just funny. Wow. It was um, funny. Now I'm, more, now I'm more than excited, more excited for this match than ever. But <laughs> are you, you think they're building up the mixed tag? Oh, they will definitely come on. Oh, because like, they, even, they even invoked the name of Beth. Yeah, she she said Beth, so Beth is going to definitely come out there to get some revenge. That's what's right. up. All right, so this is Vince. Was Vince McMahon having a stroke during this segment? What's cool? I think he was. He, he, he says some weird ass shit. He was a lot of weird shit. Mr. Omega has a meeting with Austin Theory. He apologizes for losing the match, but says he's got he got Finn back. But man laughs and says he beat the chocolate pudding out of Finn. What? Chocolate yeah. pudding. In other words, the shit. I know, but it's just kind of like, what are you talking about, you crazy old? Well, they, well, I guess he didn't want to curse and be like AEW. Not right. He want to, yeah. I mean, it's USA, not TNT, right? <laughs> They still say shit on there. They they do they do say shit on USA after I've seen it. Uh, let's see here. However, Austin oh, lost the match. <laughs> uh, however, Austin lost the match, and maybe he should fire. No, maybe I should fire you. <laughs> That's pretty uh, good. Uh, he enjoys firing people during the holidays. What? Well, yes, he does. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a knee snapper. That's uh, that's going a little too meta right there. That's a uh, hey. This is what y'all think about me. Damn right. Uh, he grants Theory a rematch next week. He then reminds Theory of what the pencil is for, and then he blows eraser dust on him and ho ho ho. <laughs> he up there he rips off the paper and starts erasing whatever he was doing, and then blows the eraser markings in his face. I'm like, why are we being subjected to this nonsense? Man, he just looks so. He looks so bad now. Oh, oh, man, he's like, man, it's a, uh, it's the writer's fault for having to, uh, having to make him go out there. Like if they were doing their job and actually putting on a good show, he wouldn't have to do this. He has to boost the rating somehow. <laughs> he does. Because you know, whenever whenever McMahon is out there, the ratings go up. Is that the Actually, truth, or is that just what they think? No, that's, I mean, that's, it's happened. Like, every time he, when he goes out there, like, it, it's a boost in the ratings. Oh, okay. Well, if that's well, the fact, Jack, speaking. then that's what's up. All right, Rhea Ripley versus Queen Zelina. Uh, Nikki ASS. Yes, that's what I'm calling her, Mo. Oh, that was messed up. <laughs> Nikki ASS and Carmella are banned from ringside. Uh... <laughs> I like the hell that Zelina came out when she started like cursing in Spanish. Y'all didn't hear it because y'all y'all not y'all not hip to the lingo. I mean, I was saying something, but <laughs> she, I was like, "Dang, you can't see that on TV." <laughs> but uh, yeah, 
You can't but, uh, have okay, anyway, so, uh, of the people that you're broadcasting to don't have their SAP button on. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. They popped, uh, they popped up on that team. They be like, oh, shit. No, because she came out and we just like started like yelling and shit. It was just so funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, the bell rings as Zelina poses. Rhea attacks her. Zelina hits the ropes. Rhea goes for a riptide. But from, from what I can tell, I don't know if she was doing a riptide or she was just doing like a weird. Anyway, Zelina cut her into a stutter and almost got the three. Rhea then starts to take her time with Zelina, methodically taking her apart. She tries a superplex, but Selena blocks it and escapes because she's so tiny. Uh, she hits a high knee on Rhea, which I think was well, the commentary making fun of her because she was so short. It's not really a high knee. Oh, because this is Zelina Vega. Because she's little, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not a high knee, it's like a medium <laughs> knee. So uh, she hits a high knee on Rhea, but Rhea picks her up. And this time actually connects on her upside for the one, two, three. Uh, Big E is interviewed. He is ready to sit back. At some point, I don't know if it was here or where, but at, point, at some point, Reggie was doing a thing with Dana Brooke in the... Oh, yeah, the 24-7. Um, okay. They was, he was, they was going to, the, um, I guess, some kind of Christmas festival. They were, they were looking at Christmas trees or something. Yeah, he was all talking like, let me, let's, you know, go ahead and let's be, you know, Truth and Akira Tozawa pops up. Truth and Santa Claus... They're just blocking. Look at that. Our truth is Santa Claus and a character as an elf. And the next thing you know, here comes Tamina trying to creep up and then, you know, shenanigans happen and then they get away. And Randy flips one last time before getting away. <laughs> okay. Uh, Biggie is interviewed. He's ready to set the tone for the match Sunday. He's going to, he's going to do like a, I was kind of scared of where he was going with this, but he did seem to lay hands on, on them like a pre like a preacher. Mm. Uh, yeah, they could have uh, went a little bit. They could have gone. They could have gone another. They could have gone a different <laughs> way. Uh, Bob appears. They trash talk for a bit. Bob asks if Biggie can be trusted tonight. He then in, uh, tells him to leave. Von, tell Vontavious Porter in the back tonight. He said his whole last name. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, then Morgan comes out with the Kindle stick. They show footage of her interrupting Becky's workout. This is kind of what I've been wanting for a while, because, like, why do they wait for the other person to come into the arena? Why don't they just take them out, like, in public or something? Well, Liv, uh, Liv has a cast. Yeah. <laughs> Liv has a cast on her busted paw. Uh, no matter how much pain she was in, she couldn't let Becky get the upper hand. She talks about how she stalked Becky to her gym and attacked her. But maybe that was all part of Becky's plan. Did you see so the clip? Huh? Did you see the clip? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna talk about the clip. Come on. Okay. We see yet another replay of the attack. She smacks a red-haired woman in the ring, and then realizes it's not Becky. <laughs> Becky appears right behind her. They tussle a bit. Liv attacks her with the Kindle stick. Becky runs off. Uh, back in the present, Liv talks about how Becky had it all planned out because she knew she would be coming for her. She said it was disgusting for Becky to sacrifice one of her own students. Apparently the match has been made official because Liv says that day one she's going to break her face and become the new champion. Now the big time Bex comes out. She says it's going to take more than a few whacks with the kindle stick to put her down. She talks about Liv's arm. Liv's quits, quits back. Well, it only took one arm to beat her ass. Uh, Becky calls Liv lucky and she gives her kudos for stepping up. Liv challenges her to get the ring with her. Becky says that she's not going in there while Liv is waving her kindle stick like a maniac. Liv says she didn't bring the stick for her. She brought it for Becky. <laughs> Becky says not to insult her. 
And she would beat her ass if she didn't have a private jet to catch. Kind of reminds you of um, Heyman telling Roman he's but he was protecting him from Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the stick for you. <laughs> uh, Biggie and Bob versus Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. It's your standard Raw go home match. Big moves, chaos. Bob tags in near the end. Spears Biggie. Spears Kevin Owens to get the one two three. Rollins comes in and destroys them, celebrating with Kevin Owens, and that's how we go off the air. So they didn't coexist, that's what you're saying. They did. For a minute. But then apparently, um, apparently, um, Owens and, um, Owens and um, rounds of coexisting now. So, well, that's smart because they're gonna need to try to team up to eliminate one of them to get it a triple threat match, back to a triple threat match. So their odds are much greater. I don't really, I'm not really a fan of the. Of a, I was a fan of the triple threat. I guess they're just trying to hold out Seth Rollins versus Big E singles match till Royal Rumble. But I definitely am a bigger fan of a three-way than I am a four-way. Even though they're trying to like make Bobby into something and put him back in the championship scene, he could have waited a little bit. Well, actually, WrestleMania. actually, there's talk that he might be turning face. Yeah, I think that that's what they're trying to do by rubbing them up against Big E like they did last night. Trying to get some of that New Day shine on him. (laughs) Could you imagine Bobby Lashley running around like like a New Day? No, I could not. Like a New Day guy? No, no. (laughs) Throwing five checks and stuff. No, no, I could not. They They tried to do the whole sister thing with him and... That didn't turn. That didn't work. That. Oh, that's he mentioned. Like he has a lot of sisters. Yeah, he did say <laughs> he has a lot of sisters. Everybody just started laughing. Uh, they also tried to get him mixed up in the whole Lana and um, formerly known as uh, Rusev. That was so cringy. That was yeah. so cringe. With, with Liv Morgan I'm talking about some. Oh, I'm not, I'm talking about Lana. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, so we're doing a, <laughs> we're doing that on live, right? All right. Yeah, those were the dark. Will right in the back that can that can fulfill that role. <laughs> those were the dark days of Liv Morgan, but now she's come through the forest. All of that weird angle that they were doing with Lana, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Glad that they didn't do. last long. You see my girl Roxy, you gotta try out. Yeah, her she did get a trial. She's about to have a match at um at the NWA pay per view against Diana Perrazzo. Oh yeah? Yeah, Diana Perrazzo came out. Oh, that three way. Wasn't it gonna be a three way or something? No, it was, it was supposed to be a, a, um a, um um because they were saying that she was gonna, gonna take all wrestle someone for the 
Impact title. Oh yeah, Mickey James wrestled, for the NWA title. Wrestle Mickey James for the um, Impact title. No, man, wrestle Mickey James, and then she wanted to battle Roxy for a winner takes all match. Because I thought they were gonna have a, a match. I, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't keep up enough. I, I don't know what happened. I was I was expecting a three-way for both titles. Well, for all three titles. I guess it wasn't in the cards. I guess they're trying to keep the Ring of Honor titles alive while they're on hiatus. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Roxy. She could be doing so much better. She could be, but don't want to have her doing silly shit. <laughs> Definitely don't want to have her doing silly shit. My sweet angel. <laughs> we ready to turn it over to uh, Mo for the Mo Meltzer news segment? Yep. Let's, let's, let's knock these out real quick. So Swerve says that Hit Row generated $2 million in NXT. Looks like I can see them making, being a cash grab down there. What is he basing this off of, though? Probably, um... Merchandise, TV... Most likely it is merchandise. Um... He was well, he's basically he said this on um said this on Twitter. He was like Hit Row generate two million dollars just together just in NXT. Um what they did in the four months. And I guess this is for people and then people I guess people trying to um dispute it. And then he said I got the paperwork, bitch, don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like what Maxwell told that one girl one time on Twitter when she was talking about, I guess, his sales, and he DM'd her and said, check the numbers, bitch. And I was mm-hmm. laughing. But, you know, you know, I mean, we, we will never know the real reason why. We won't get speculation, but we'll never know the real reason why Hit Row got, you know, shown the, shown the front door and said their services were no longer needed. <laughs> See, at first I thought they just wouldn't swerve. I was like, okay, I can see them just kind of taking them all. Maybe swerve said, well, you know, I'm not going to go if they don't go. Mm-hmm. And then they just dismissed mm-hmm. all of them. Because I can see them wanting swerve because because that dude is real good. The other ones I really never even seen. So I have no clue what the other ones, if the other ones were any good or not. But So the rumor that I heard was that they brought them up to the main roster so they could hit them with a 90-day when they fired them. Instead of the standard NXT 30-day. If that's true, yeah, that's compete. some dirty no, pool. That's right. some dirty, dirty pool. That's some dirty, some dirty dog shit. Don't hold talented people back just because you don't know what to do with them or you feel like they're too involved in their character for you to want to put up with them being that involved just to hang them out dry. So they can't get hired at a quicker date. That's 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 fine. That's the rest of the business for you. Don't they still get paid for those ninety days or no? 
Okay. So Big E said his original plans would be done by wrestling by thirty five. That's what they all say. Because he didn't want to weigh out with his welcome. Mm-hmm. But I guess he said he's seeing how you know, Bobby Lashley's in his mid-40s and his incredible run, but he doesn't want to be broken down you know, by, the, by by the time he gets to that point. So, you know, I guess he's he's saying that he's going to... I'm not going to say... I don't know when he's exactly going to hang it up, but he's not going to be, you know, trying to be like in his 40s trying to chase that glory and everything. Most wrestlers don't get good until they get 35, though. I hate that that whole that's where the that's where the bar is for them. But I guess. Um Kane, aka Glenn Jacobs, says he plans to seek a second term as mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Yeah, shout out to our man Khaled Wren. Lives out there in Knox County. What are you gonna vote for? <laughs> Probably not, but yeah. Hey, so did you know that Van Mahan is coming soon to uh, Monday Night Raw? <laughs> uh, for the last six weeks, like Lance Storm said, what is he doing? Walking? He's taking, he's taking the scenic route. Apparently, from what one of my friends said, they might try to debut him next year. Mike, that's dumb, but he's a wrestling main event, though. That's a long time to be running some vignettes. Right. <laughs> but, um, there's a former um, WWE star who thinks that he's going to be, he could be the next Brock Lesnar. Moving here? Yeah. Huh. I mean... They said that about um old boy in NXT, but they got him shit they shaved his head and Oh, the the one the dude who actually looks like Brock Lesnar? Right, exactly. The one who <laughs> thought that was gonna be Brock Lesnar two when he got signed, but they shaved his head now and got him running with Joe Gacy. Got him rubbing his face. Um who was it? Who did? Um, oh, Virgil said that. Okay, what do you say now? No, Virgil. No, Virgil's the one who made the made the um the Brock Lesnar comparison to um for Ben Mahan. <laughs> oh. So, take that how you will. Um, Scarlett Bordeaux said she was originally um playing to manage Damian Priest. Mm, that's interesting. Uh-huh. But um Terry and Cross got signed and so uh-huh. that. But um I was thinking about no, I was thinking about I saw a tweet that I saw last night where they said um Terry and Cross got chewed got chewed out by um Adam Cole, he just stood there and took it. <laughs> but um Tommaso Ciampa chewed out Braun Breaker, and Braun Breaker showed him what it what what, what it really was, or something like that. Mm. Braun Breaker is not was, to be was, missed. Was, was, was any was any math involved? <laughs> no. Nah. Okay. 
There was no Steiner math involved in this equation, in this tweet. <laughs> right. Brecker um, is not to be trifled with. I guess not. Um, Baron Corbin said he would see death threats during oh, the for, for, for because of the Becky, Becky Lynch. Yeah, hitting, hitting him, hitting him with the, last, the the end of days, like was it last year or early this year, something like that. Hit him with the end of days. No, it was it was, it was right before she was well, right before she was um she announced she was pregnant. Right. That's Almost just called that. good healing in my book. Right. He said he got he was got death threats. He said he had to um you know you gotta have thick skin. And I said, Yeah, I bet so, but <clears throat> um Ole Anderson would have been proud. You know, he would have. Uh Jonathan Gresham was announced for Battle of Los Angeles twenty twenty two. I really hate that they don't stream their shows. Like Exactly. I didn't want to watch those. But, like they want, they want to buy individual DVDs. Like get out of here! What is this? Like two thousand five, two thousand. Yeah, they definitely are definitely. Is a thing now. Using a archaic uh, model to get there. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be across. that bad if they actually. I mean, it's not like they have they have big venues any either. Either, like they have like they're in little tiny halls, so you can sell like what two hundred, three hundred tickets. That's it. Mm-hmm. But that, that's what they want, though. I don't know why. Have a bit, they make money and people watch that product. Mm-hmm. Like to this day, I have not seen a whole a whole ass uh, PWG pay per view. I've seen clips and I've seen matches individually, but not. Right. I've never seen a whole show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, John Morrison back with Triple A. Hmm. I guess that's a move for his is he life. Johnny, is he, is he, Future yeah, is he coming Johnny in a? first, and then uh, <laughs> Johnny A, and then uh, his wife will <laughs> probably follow. Most likely, he's been challenging somebody. Um, he challenging somebody back there. Um, Matt something him for M. That probably uh, fits into his style a little bit more, though. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Maybe good for him, you know. He can he can actually be he can actually um actually be used in the proper way. He's not you know fodder for a major star on the show. Mm-hmm. Hey, your boy from uh, ROH, the uh, commentator Ian Ricky Bonnie, been doing. He's been making the rounds. He he was on NJPW Strong. Uh, next month he's going to be doing a GCW show. I guess he has to get his money in during the high day, during the hiatus. Well, Scotty Chuhati's, um wrestling. He we got he requested his release from WWE. And he's wrestling somebody at GCW. Um, Joey Janela, I believe. Ugh. Oh, I, I, I just saw the I just saw the poster. I'm scrolling on on GCW's Instagram. And finally. Where Monday Night Raw having to deal with a double shot of Monday Night Football, the ratings were in the toilet. Oh, yeah, of course. 
Oh, was that that the game against the Rams? Was it against the Rams? No, no, that was the Seahawks. Who did they fight? I mean, it who was did they uh, fight? it was Cleveland and the Raiders, and then it yeah. was uh, Minnesota oh, Cleveland, and Chicago. Cleveland won. Shout out Jay to the Max. Shout out yep. Jay Max. Uh, Chicago. Max Chicago. That was embarrassing. Like three times they could have won that. They could have won that that game. They had three chances and they messed it up. I wonder. I wonder what the ratings for SmackDown are going to be since it's going to be on Christmas Eve. Mm. Well, that's a throwaway show anyway. They don't really, well, don't really count. Dot, well, <laughs> uh, AEW's having a, a Rampage or a Dynamite on Christmas. Rampage. Rampage on, on Christmas. No, what, what I'm saying is like WWE treats it like a throwaway show. Oh, gotcha. I think you're probably announced for that show. For Rampage? I mean, there was that one year. There was that one year. Who was that one year they had Alberto Del Rio run over Santa Claus with his, like, Ferraris or whatever? Yes. (laughs) Mo. Say what now? Alberto Del Rio was doing his entrance and he hit Santa Claus. (laughs) He hit Santa Claus with his his car. (laughs) And it was like a, oh no, they killed Kenny type of thing. I thought they wasn't. Wasn't Foley as Santa Claus that year? Was it that? I was think it Foley? Foley? I don't know. Or was it that just like a random generic? I want to get your thoughts on the uh, AEW world title okay. match from last week, Mo. Uh, okay, oh. I, okay, first I need to get off Instagram. Just put it that way. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> right, don't go get blocked. <laughs> Never mind. By who? <clears throat> I'll tell you later. Oh. Oh, okay, um, I guess Broadway matches are back. It was I was watching it, and I was just like, "Are they going to go the whole 60? Well, what they was, you know, we kept just seeing them taking. Oh yeah, we got ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, ten minute warning. Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a great match. I, I didn't expect the whole um. Time, like, time limit draw, but that's what we get. Yeah. Like I said, we probably announcing the rematch tonight. Okay. Or not. That's what Apparently. What, what, what do you think? Uh, uh, an Iron Man match? A no time limit match? What do you think the stipulation is going to be? Might be an uh, Iron Man match or um, something, some kind of stipulation. Yeah, I thought it was a great defense. By uh, Hangman Page, and uh, just masterful work by Danielson on his part. The whole setup and build to the match definitely some of his best work. It's definitely some of his yeah. best work. Um, I saw some of the tweets and a live tweet from NXT cast last night, so I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, I ain't watched that either, so I'm definitely want um check that out. Yeah. It was actually not. It was actually not the Mandy Rose show this week. Okay, <laughs> that's the little Mandy Rose. Get it right. No, I, no, I I'm all for it. That's the, she's literally the only reason I watch now. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the, the no, it just seems like they've been they've been like she's been the main focus for her, like oh since yeah. 2.0 relaunched. Oh yeah, they her and Braun Breaker for sure. Kind of the. 
the the main focus of the of the new direction but um yeah i'm looking forward to watching aew and uh nxt uh actually you think they're ready to put the title on him say what you know you think they're ready to put the title on him on Braun breaker yeah new year's yeah. evil New Year's Evil. That should be the that should be the launch date. Cause the people are behind them, and you don't want to wait too late. They done that before. <laughs> they done it a Roman, lot. Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, they done it a lot. But hopefully, they've learned from their mistakes, and uh, go ahead and pull the trigger. Cause. You know, uh, I don't know what Tommaso Ciampa's contract status is, but, I mean, there's nothing much more that he can do either in NXT, right. you know? So there comes a time where... He's probably, he's most likely going to hang it up after this. Right. There's There comes a time where you, like you said, you either have to go to the main roster and do what you can there for the limited amount of time you have to wrestle, or like Sam just said, you go ahead and take it to the house, or you if you can't go to AEW contractually speaking then you know that's that and you talk about a unification match between Carmelo Hayes and oh wait oh you give me spoilers when you talk about for New Year's Evil so yeah you give me spoilers is it a spoiler if it already happened it's a spoiler because I ain't never seen it it's a spoiler but I, I mean, but they gotta do, they gotta do something with the cruiserweight title since they not um since they not sticking to the weight limit no more. Of course not. Didn't um Ozzy Jones challenge for it? I don't know about Ozzy Jones challenge for it, but Joe Gacy definitely challenged for it. Really, Ozzy Jones? <laughs> oh no, he just wrestled two or five. Yeah, he just wrestled on two or five live. Yeah, two or five live has become like something totally different than the original concept for sure. What's the young lady name who wrestles with Diamond Mine? Ivory Nile. Hey. She might she might be she might be, you know, sort of a problem once she breaks away from Diamond Mine. Why? Don't you don't you dare. Problem <laughs> don't you dare like that. No, not 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 no not not not, not um for being that um being that in DC on January sixth type problem. I mean uh, problem like she might be, you know, wanna be watched out for Oh yeah, oh yeah. In the company. Yeah, actually, yeah. I really think she fits. With, I think she fits with him. I think that's why, like, 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 I really don't want her to go on her own yet. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, she's really got the shooter feel. I definitely. <laughs> I like what a uh, homeboy said. He said, "She has not eaten the carbs since 2005." <laughs> uh, yeah, Malcolm Bivens is 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 golden. <laughs> I think that, I think for years this dude was just like running around the Indies and like nobody picked up on him until now. I was like, see, I saw stuff. I saw stuff that he did um, on the Indies, like him and um, Orange Cassidy had a um, had a, um, a a match in like an abandoned building, um, abandoned parking lot, a parking lot, a, a parking garage rather. It was a great match. <laughs> No, I remember he was a he was Robert Evans' manager for a long time. Well, we've got the five minute warning coming up, so 
you know, we're going to announce it unlike um, AEW when, so, the, so everybody knows what's oh, going to happen. Did they do that again? Yeah. yeah, they did wow. it again, man, where they didn't at least do like 30 don't, don't seconds remaining. That, that builds anticipation, that builds excitement, that gets you on the edge of your seat. Right. Two minutes remaining, five minutes left in the match. <laughs> One minute. Well, you know, Dave Justin Roberts' voice. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. He is the worst fucking announcer in the world. I'm sorry. Well, on that note, Samuel Kalunga, I'll start with you after your Justin Roberts commentary with color. Your shout-outs and thank you, sir. Uh, oh, oh uh, Mo, ch- check your DMs. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I'm that, her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's why I had to get off Instagram. Anyway, okay. Uh, shout-out to you, Don, and Mo. Uh, uh, shout-out to WWE for putting on some kind of entertaining show. Uh, somewhat. I don't know. Uh, shout-out to the rest of the rest of the rest <laughs> community. And uh, shout-out to Halloween on Twitter. Uh, you can follow her on Twitch, and you can also follow me on Twitch. I'm twitch.tv slash donutthief. The O is a zero. And uh, that's all I got for this week. Um, glazed or uh, or filled, what kind of donuts are you stealing, sir? What was that? Glazed or, don- or, or donut or uh, cream filled, what kind of oh. donuts are you stealing? Oh, glazed, straight up. Okay, all right. Chip please. What? From Shipley's? Hey. I live in Texas, but I don't I don't fuck with no Shipley's. Oh, wow. Okay. That, that's actually that's a, that's more a Houston thing. That's like on the, the other side of the state. Okay. <laughs> you know that set to their, their own country down there, so you know. Yeah, I think I forgot I keep forgetting that. So <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't make you can't just say something and they look at you like you're crazy, you know. No. I, to be honest, they're all the same to me. <laughs> they don't—they don't taste no different. It's a donut. You eat it. That's it. <laughs> all right, Mister Moe said underscore. But they don't—they don't, don't really—they don't really have—they don't really have shit plates here. There's like I've seen like two, in like in this part of the state. Mister Moe, east or west or north? We got two minutes. You got to get your shout outs and thank yous in. You coming up? Oh, come on, Lamar. Two minute and- warning. Shut up. I don't know. Tyler Huntley's been... <laughs> Tyler Huntley's definitely going to be on somebody's NFL roster next next um, year. But, um... Yeah, shout out to Dawn and Sam. Um, everybody who sweeps with us. Simi, Jay, Anwar, Terry's boy. Um, shout out to everybody. Um, Jupiter Julep. Um, Cammy D. You, we, you know who you are. Um, I'll see y'all in the tweets. Thank you to everybody for joining us here on the Rawcast. Thank you to Mo and Samuel Kalunga for joining me here, your host, Don DeLorente. We're brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, uh, iTunes. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day, holding the WrestleCast sign and the Rawcast will show up in your podcast queue each and every week. For my co-host, Mr. Kalunga, and Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Baby.
she still has ice on her arm. You may have even broken her elbow. But you have to crack a few eggs if you want to make an omelet, am I right? But that's okay, that's okay. My students understand that this business, you have to pay your dues. I mean, I've certainly paid mine. That's why I'm not so soft. That's why it would take more than a few whacks of a kendo stick to keep me down. And when you're big time, you don't have time to be down. But I, I'm, not, I'm not so optimistic about you, Liv, with your dodgy arm. It only there. took one arm to kick your ass. teach them at day one is that luck runs out. Yeah, got lucky, Liv. But I will give you kudos where kudos is due. You've stepped up. You've stepped up more than I thought you would. You've become the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship and you made a spotlight for yourself. But let me tell you, Liv, it gets very hot under those lights and I don't think, I don't think you can handle the heat. You can't scare me out of this match, Becky. You can't scare me because I'm starting the new year as the new Raw Women's Champion. Yeah. And you know what? You know what, Beck? Where I'm standing, my spotlight is pretty bright and I'm feeling just fine. So why don't you come over here and take a look for yourself? what I started last week and leave you with another bad arm. I'm not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I'm not gonna get in there when you're when you're wielding your kendo stick around like a maniac. Oh, oh. Oh, no, 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 Becky. Um, I didn't bring this for me. I brought this for you. You are lucky I have a private jet to catch.